we're gonna do i don't know what we're gonna do i don't know because it's the elemental motherfucking podcast take it wing dog <laughs> wing dog runs away from me she doesn't like it when i do the podcast i don't think she likes it when i get yelling and ranting and swearing start throwing shit threatening violence <laughs> threatening to beat up Ricky Schroeder do you think I could take him I think I could how big is Ricky Schroeder Ricky's Ricky cannot be even six feet tall right now I gotta fucking google this shit uh Ricky Schroeder height height and weight what does it say here um he's five foot eight and 163 pounds okay so i have a a nine inch uh fucking uh height difference on him and i've got uh, 40 pounds of, of weight on me as well i i could fucking take i could fucking take him I'll take Ricky Schroeder out back behind uh, the woodshed and give him a good what for. (laughs) Someone said to me uh, after they heard my Ricky Schroeder rant, they said it was hard for them to find out that their childhood heroes or crushes or whatever were just fucking cunts and uh yeah you know and for me it isn't ricky schroeder wasn't like a childhood crush or hero or anything like that but he's the same goddamn age as me and i guess i look at people who are approximately the same age as myself they should fucking know better they should be better they should not be cunts and ricky schroeder uh, chooses to be a cunt i don't know <laughs> If that was on the freebie the other day or if that was on the Patreon. But uh, I had a nice fucking rant about beating the shit out of Ricky Schroeder. But anyway, there we go. Um, uh, For the non-Patreon subscribers, uh, I have uh, stickers. Stickers! Of me wanting to be your life coach. Uh, My buddy, my main man, Matt Harper... uh, made the design and then i said oh fuck i'm going to turn these into stickers and i did i have them for stickers there's a picture of it on the twitter page and the facebook page if you want to go see it and i will mail you one for free but the caveat the caveat is that you need to make a donation to a charity it can be a a charity of your choosing it doesn't have to be anything that I would tell you to. It doesn't have to be Crash's Landing or Alex's Arcade or anything like that. Uh, you know, Degage Ministries. It doesn't have to be anything of like that. It can be anything that you want. It just needs to be a charity. And it can be any, any uh, denomination. $5, $10, whatever you want. And then just sh- send me the receipt. Send me like a screenshot of, oh, I just donated five bucks to the United Way. And I'm like, oh, fuck, man, you are the greatest of all time. Give me your address and I will mail you a sticker. So there we go. Will anyone do it? I don't know. Probably not. But you, you do it with the uh, with the hopes that it will encourage someone to uh, donate a little uh, a cacherino to some people who could probably use it, right? And then you get a sticker. Who doesn't love stickers? That's why they gave out I voted stickers after you vote. It's to encourage people to go vote. It's weird how many people are like, yeah, I want a fucking sticker. I I want that I voted sticker. How weird is that? I think it isn't necessarily that they want the sticker, but they they need the sticker for the post-voting selfie that they will post on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. I am guilty as well. I, I do it. I usually put the sticker on my butthole. On my Acerino. Because it's all fucking ridiculous. Social media is ridiculous. It is, uh, 
It has been a boon and uh, the absolute worst. Social media, but, uh, but what are you going to do? It is Thursday, the 20th of May. Hard to fucking believe that May is, is almost done. Ten more days, right? There's only 30 days in May? Or is it 31? I forget the fucking little weird rhyming thing that you're supposed to do. 31 days. All days that end in, all months that end Y have 31. Whatever. Unless it's February. Uh, our governor, the sweet, sweet governor of uh, Michigan, Governor Whitmer, she had a uh, public, uh, she addressed the media, and there are coming changes, swift changes with concerns to wearing masks and when and where and why, and um, it's good stuff, it's good stuff, everybody, God Fucking damn fucking uh, WZZM. God damn. They're, all of their fucking articles just immediately start playing the video and the audio. I don't want it. It should always be the option that it's off. It's off. And then if I want to watch it or hear it, I'll hit the play button. You fucks. It WZZM 13 is not on my side right now. But anyway, Governor Whitmer, she announced the loosening of economic restrictions. The state has limited occupancy in restaurants and other venues since March 2020, so it's been over a year. But now she is lifting outdoor capacity limits starting June 1st, so 11 days away. And then starting July 1st, she will end indoor gathering caps. So that's good fucking news. Shit's happening in, in less than two weeks and then less than a, a month and a half. And uh, that's all good. I think we are all ready for it. I um, am just hoping and praying uh, as much as I pray, which is not none, that uh, there won't be spikes again. Uh, there won't be a rebound of COVID. Um, someone asked, now that the restrictions are gone and whatever, uh, what are you going to do with your mask? And, and I said, I will continue to fucking wear it. I think a mask now has become part of my outfit. And uh, please respect me if you see me in public as I wear my uh, Buffalo Bills Mafia mask uh, around town. Please respect me and my choices. Please respect me and my respect towards you by continuing to wear it. Because I do believe that there will be people who, who will wear the mask for a longer period of time. Because as, as I've said, and numerous other people have said, they have not gotten as sick as much because of wearing the mask. You know, people have not gotten colds. People have not gotten flus, things of that nature. Just because I think it's... um less germs are flying around because of these masks. And, and, you know, maybe people are paying more attention to, like, the needing of washing your hands, making it more frequent. Maybe they're using more uh, hand sanitizer. Maybe they're being a little more cognizant of uh, social distancing and spacing. You know, I'm sure it's a combination of all those fucking things. But, I, you know, I'm going to continue to wear my mask uh, post-lifting of the restrictions and the bans. Because I would like for things to continue to happen in a positive manner. And I don't see anything wrong with it. I do see people giving me shit about it. If I walk into a business, people giving me the stank eye. Because I've already, I'm fucking receiving the stank eye from people when I go into these podunk hillbilly towns. When I'm delivering dots. People give me fucking shit. You know, the side eye. I'm like, uh, I'm giving them the side eye right back. Like, put on a mask, motherfucker. Put on a mask. Because you're ugly, you stupid ugly fuck, that's what you need to do. You need to wear a fucking mask. So we'll see what the fuck happens. We'll see. We'll see. Tell me uh, tell me what you guys are going to do. Are you going to continue to wear a mask? Are you like going to go, thank God it's over, rejoice, rejoice? Maybe I'll make that a Twitter poll later. If you will continue to wear the mask. 
Uh, today, today, uh, I have not had any, uh, I have not had any alcohol today. How about that, everybody? How about that? I am acknowledging my alcohol intake has been a lot higher lately. <laughs> and, uh, it's not a good thing. Yes, it is not, not, not a good thing at all. And, uh, you know, it's, I'm not, uh, I am not an alcoholic, please. Uh, nobody out there fucking think that. There are just periods of my life, my life, uh, where I become depressed. And uh, alcohol is a uh, simple way for me to uh, deal with the stress and depression and i am very cognizant i am i am self-aware i am knowledgeable in knowing that alcohol does not help but i fucking enjoy it <laughs> the the problem i love getting drunk who doesn't who doesn't love getting drunk the problem for me is the next day it's always the next day and uh, last night was a long night. I was probably up until like 2, 2.30. That's a lot later than uh, normally what I'm, I do. Uh, normally I'm, I'm in bed by 11, so it's a lot later. And I, had, I was up at 6. I had to get up at 6. So I'm uh, fucking working on four hours uh, sleep. And too much uh, alcohol was consumed. Again, the IPAs fucking love the IPAs everybody it is good shit I maybe I should just get like a singular can I'm tr I tried yeah I guess I can find a singular can but then I look at it too like financially like oh it's cheaper to buy a six pack it's cheaper to buy a 12 pack and then I'll have it and then I think to myself yeah I'll just have one and then it doesn't work that way I don't know if that happens to you it doesn't even necessarily need to be booze. It can be food or a cigarette or any, any, any uh, soft drink. You people got their fucking Coke habit, like their Coca-Cola habit. So I just need to not have it in the house, which is a fucking bummer. There have been long periods of time where I wasn't drinking at all. Ugh, I don't want that either. I, I just enjoy it. I enjoy it too much. Too much. So I just need to uh, curtail it. So today I spent all day uh, driving around the great state of Michigan. Uh, delivering debonats uh, with my boss. My boss came along with me because he wanted, he had, he wanted to pitch to some businesses and I guess he didn't necessarily need to be at the warehouse and to be perfectly honest uh, there's only three work vehicles to use and they're all being used so he you know he'd have to use his own car and who the fuck wants to do that so he came along with me we delivered some dots we pitched some places we went to two fucking redneck hillbilly uh, racetracks I before I started working for Dippin' Dots I was completely unaware of the numerous amount of dirt racetracks there are in Michigan. And I'm sure whatever state you live in, there are a ton. We were down at one in fucking uh, Galesburg, which you fucking don't know where it is. I didn't know where it was, but my boss took me there. We found it, and it's just, it's just, it's, um, Racetracks are fucking run by carnies. It's it's carny shit. Everything's done as cheaply as possible, uh, and then the, for the maximum amount of dollars. And I'm like, hey, good for fucking you, because I guess in Michigan, you know, racetracks you can probably only use them for like six months at a time. And then it's just weird to look at the conditions, because I've seen one that's really nice dirt track and then I've seen some that just look like did you uh, have high schoolers put this together for you like this is really weird and then I've been to the uh, Michigan International Speedway uh, in Brooklyn Michigan and you know that's a NASCAR fucking raceway that thing's fucking huge I don't know how many people 
can can sit in that fucking thing, but it is monstrous. And I don't know, have you guys ever spent a whole day with your boss? I lo- thankfully I like my boss. I have zero problems with my boss. But it's just weird being around your boss the entire day. I did all of the driving, so you know, he's just on his phone sending emails and texts and, and phone phoning people, you know, about product. Because this is the season. Everybody, next week, the week before Memorial Day, all these fucking campgrounds and bounce houses and state parks, everybody's going to want their products. So this coming week is going to be difficult. And we're a man down and we're a vehicle down. So uh, you do what you do. So he's all frantic about shit. And it's just, you know, I keep trying to remind everybody. I'm like, it's just fucking ice cream. I know we want to sell more so we keep our fucking jobs, but it's just fucking ice cream, everybody. Just remember, all of you look at your jobs and then just go, yeah, it's just fucking ice cream. Um, I'm just driving a forklift. Um, I just fucking, I'm involved in pest control whatever it, it, none of the shit that the majority of us do is life or death if someone gets shit today they get shit today if they get it tomorrow they get it tomorrow is that a bad attitude for me to have i don't think so necessarily you know i'm gonna do the best job that i can but at the end of the day i'm gonna go home and not worry about shit i'm not going to worry that a fucking gas station in battle creek michigan didn't get dipping dots today and they're gonna get it tomorrow is it about priorities? Probably. Maybe that's it. Maybe, do I have my priorities straight? I think so. A friend of mine, she recently lost her job, and it was a, it was a pretty nice job. It was a super interesting job. She was a buyer for a large retail store, and that's about as specific as I'm going to get because what, what she did was just so unique. But... Uh, but she just messaged me and told, and told me she lost her job. And I was like, ah, fuck, because it's, it's such an interesting job that I've always kind of just wanted to sit down with her and talk with her about it because it's just weird. And, uh, I mean, it's a good job, too. And uh, so it, it sucks that she lost it, but her attitude is, you know, I was there for 20 years. I was doing, you know... 40 to 50 hours a week for these this company and um you know it's just time for me to refocus anyway so she seems to have a very positive attitude about it because yes at the end of the day you were just a buyer for a retail chain and uh ultimately no one lived or died because of what you did and there you go so she wants to get coffee which is great I've told you people before, I, I did coffee dates several years ago, probably four or five years ago. I just met with people, uh, dudes or, or chicks or whoever, just people that I thought were interesting. And I even, I opened it up to people too. I was like, yeah, if, if you want to get coffee, let me know. And I'll get coffee with you. Like you can approach me. And so I met some interesting people. And so I'd like to do it again. So I'm going to go, uh, I'll get coffee with her next week. We're going to get some coffee. We're going to have uh, some coffee talk. No big whoop. And, uh, you know, just get to know each other a little bit. I don't know her, her super well. So it's just, it's just a way to get to know people. I had an interesting interaction on the facial book last night. A woman that, to be perfectly fucking honest, I don't know at all, but somehow I'm Facebook friends with her. And she made a post about how she she was leaving her job at wherever she worked, and she was coming to work for some organization that represents the southeast side, the Boston Square district of Grand Rapids. You know, I, whatever whatever the fuck it is, I I don't know the name. It doesn't really fucking matter. But that's where I fucking live. I live. I could walk to Boston Square in like five minutes from my house. I mean, that's how close I am. And so she was just talking about, oh, it's going to be great, this and that. And so then I, you know, everyone on on the thread was, oh, fuck, congrats, it's great, it's good to hear, good for you, all this stuff. And then I said, I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer, but I was like, hey, um, I've lived here 20 years. 
um, tell me why I should stay. Because, you know, you guys know I've complained about my neighborhood. I've complained about my house. Um, why the fuck do I want to stay here when fucking shootings were so goddamn prevalent uh, in the past year? And I'm just waiting. This is the season, everybody. I would say May to September is the season of fucking assholes. Uh, the sun fries their brain. They leave their house. They bring their guns with them. And then they just start shooting at each other. It's fucking awful. So I said that to her. And then, you know, well, I w that was after she was like, well, uh, you know, I live here because of the diversity and I want my children to have this or that or whatever. And I'm like, the, the, fine, yes, okay, it, it is a relatively diverse community. Uh, it's also very poor. Um, the zip code I live in is, uh, has one of the highest uh, CPS report rates. Uh, it also has the, one of the lowest incomes in the city. Yeah, I, I live in a great fucking neighborhood. My, my realtor fucked me 20 years ago. And so, you know, I just pointed out, like, what are we going to do to change this shit? I said, I feel like the city of Grand Rapids is fucking my neighborhood over, and they've never really given a fuck about it. And there is a level of um, gentrification that people seem to resent as well, too, in this community. They want everything here to be like black owned or minority owned businesses, whatever. And to be perfectly honest, I don't give a shit. Let's just get shit done. But then people look at it as like there's a, this level of gentrification because they're, they're turning down rundown businesses, which there's a plenty of them. And uh, you know they're trying to turn them into shops. Like there's a pretty fancy fucking uh, grocery store near here that I always fucking forget about. And to be perfectly honest, I feel if I were to walk in, I'd be like, wow, all this shit is uh, relatively overpriced and just kind of weird. So why would I want to shop there as opposed to like a, a, a mire that if I just drive like two miles down the road, I can get there. It would be convenient... I guess if you lived right next door. She never really answered me. She didn't respond back to me. I didn't figure she would. I didn't figure she would. But, you know, what are the answers? What are the answers? And I'll tell you what the fucking answers are. The answers are uh, offering decent education, offering employment opportunities, offering uh, wages that are uh, equitable, it's as simple as fucking that. The rest of the stuff is fucking garbage. I could care less about the frou-frou nonsense that a lot of fucking people want to put in this area. Who cares? You got to reach the fucking idiots who are doing the fucking shootings and stuff like that. How are you going to connect with these fucking numb nuts? Do I need to become more invested in this community? Probably. Probably. Do I want to? Not really. I'm not going to lie. Fuck me. Do I have the time for it? Not really. Do I have the Do I have the desire? Not really. It'd be like I said. It'd be easier for me to just move. You know, I've thought about like moving to like a trailer park. You know, there are nice trailer parks. As much as people like to fucking rib on on trailer parks, there are nice ones. Not everybody who lives in a trailer park has to be fucking white trash or whatever. But then, you know, you just can live, like, I just, I would prefer one that was just a smaller space. You know, the, the dreams that I had 20 years ago did not come to fruition. And uh, so this house is just monstrous. I'm thinking of making it uh, smaller, everybody. <laughs> In the sense, there will be another creature living in this house, possibly. You're like, Stu, you're a fucking idiot. Yes, I know. I'm aware. I'm aware. I got two dogs and two cats already. But there is this cat. And the name alone uh, sung to me. <laughs> the cat's name is uh, Shrimpy. <laughs> Shrimpy the cat. And Shrimpy is not Shrimpy. Shrimpy is fatty. It should be fucking uh, obese. Should be the name of the cat. This cat is a chunk. 
And one of my favorite cats of all time, Goose, was a huge chunk. And she was one of the nicest cats I've ever had in my life. And that's what Shrimpy reminds me of. So I'm, I'm going to go take a peek at Shrimpy on a Saturday. I want to take I want to take both my dogs. I want to take Ween and Sadie to meet Shrimpy. Cuz I know they'll get along with her. I just want to know if she'll get along with the dogs. So I asked, they haven't responded back to me yet if I can bring them. Ween this is the same place where I got Ween Dog from and my uh my other dog Simon. I got him from this place as well too. So We'll see, everybody. Hopefully it works out. It would be nice. It would be nice. Uh, yeah. Um, okay, what do we got here? What do we got here? Uh, this story I fucking love. Because I love when guys are instigators. Uh, when, when they instigate dicks. And this guy instigated some dicks. Uh, this happened in Topeka, Kansas. Uh, Topeka is a shithole. I've been there. There ain't a whole lot there. I did a comedy show at, at a place called the fucking, what was it, like the Old Toad or the Drunk Frog. It was something like that. The Horny Lizard. I don't, I don't, it was something dumb. It was just a bar that did comedy nights on one show Friday, one show Saturday. I don't know why they did, but they did. And, uh. The only thing that was there, that for whatever reason, the Evil Knievel Museum is there. So if you're down with Evil Knievel, go to Topeka, Kansas. Why is it there? I don't, I don't remember why. He wasn't born there. I think he was born in like Seattle or Idaho or some shit. Huh. But anyway, so this guy, he lives in Topeka. And I don't know if you guys know this or not, one of the worst fucking uh, churches in the world is in Topeka, of course. The Westboro Baptist Church. These guys are uh, huge motherfuckers. These are the guys that will go to, like, funerals and, and have the signs up that say, God hates fags or whatever. And you're like, what the fuck? Like, this is all fucking weird as shit. So what this guy did, his name is Aaron Jackson, and I, I don't, I've never met Aaron, uh, but Aaron, if you listen to this, I know you never will, but if you listen to this, Aaron Jackson, uh, I salute you. Uh, you are fucking, you got brass balls, and I fucking love that you use them in a fucking fantastic fucking way. Uh, but he bought this house across the street from the Baptist church. And God knows why anybody belongs to this church. I, they're just a bunch of fucking assholes who are trying to get attention. They're just fucking dicks. Goddamn dicks. They're, the organization, the religion, the church, I guess it isn't the religion. I'm not saying all Baptists are fuckfaces, but this church is. They're considered to be an extremist and anti-gay religious group. Its members believe that homosexuality is a sin. Whatever, man. You are who you are, man. That's all I'll say about that. So this guy, he uh, he bought the house for eighty-one thousand dollars, and he and he moved in. Aaron moved in, and uh, what they did is they painted their house rainbow colors. <laughs> they did the good old uh, rainbow flag house. Jackson told the Topeka Capital Journal that the home wasn't us trying to start a war with them or anything of that nature. Yeah, it was, Aaron. Good for fucking you. This is just they believe one thing and we believe another. We're opposing their view. Yeah, and you're starting some shit, and I fucking love it, Aaron. Just admit you started shit. When uh, contacted for comment, the Westboro Baptist Church said in a statement, the only equality that you need to worry about is that every human equally deserves to go to hell. These guys must be fun at parties. <laughs> hey, man. You want a White Claw? Might as well. We're all going to hell. <laughs> Fucking dicks. Jackson said he originally thought Planting Peace would sell the Equality House after a few months. I guess Planting Peace is his 
the, the organization that he founded. But today it serves as a headquarters for the organization and an important symbol to many in the LGBTQ communities. It's just fucking, it's just fucking amazing to me. And, uh, you know, they, they've painted over it as well, too. There's many other words on it. Uh, love, uh, equality, will, always, diversity, you know, all these words on it. And then they also painted Black Lives Matter. And it's just, uh, if I had known that was there, I would have uh, I would have gone to see the fucking house. I, I would have wanted to go see the goddamn church. I would have wanted to see these lunatics in person. You know, I've only seen them, like, on newscasts and YouTube videos and shit like that. And they're just fucking angry motherfuckers. And the sad part is, they bring their children. They bring the, their children to these fucking rallies and, and, and fucking uh, protests that they do. And they're everybody's a sinner and everybody's going to hell and everybody's a fag and whatever. And you're like, Jesus Christ, what is, what is this about? Why don't you guys get your shit together, man? This is not having your shit together. Maybe that's part of the problem that I have with religion in general. It just seems like people's priorities are wrong. Your priorities are wrong, mother of her. Okay, I am, uh, I'm going to end it on this. The other day I did a list of the top 50 most badass movies, right? And I agreed with some, some I was like, fuck no, because uh, I, I just am not a mob movie guy. I don't like them. However, I'm not going to lie, I'm not going to lie, I always say that. I watched The Departed last night. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that one. Um... Matt Damon, Leonardo DiCaprio, Jack Nicholson, uh, Alec Baldwin, uh, fucking Wahlberg, Mark Wahlberg. It's a fucking great fucking movie. I love it. Would I consider that a mob movie? I mean, it is mob oriented, but I wouldn't. It's not your typical mob movie thing. Go watch The Departed. Fuck. Uh, the Godfather, fuck yeah, Goodfellas, fuck Scarface, fuck all that shit. All that shit's fucking dumb as fuck. Departed is where it's at. But this list, I have not looked at it, and I'm just going to tell you yay or nay. Uh, this list is the 45 best comedies of the 21st century. So, you know, it's only the last 21 years. 45 best. It's weird. They couldn't come up with an extra five because I'm not, I'm going to tell the truth. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say now. I'm going to tell the truth. They couldn't come up with five more because I, most comedy suck, everybody. They, they aren't good. I, I, you go watch a stand-up show. Go, go to an actual comedy club. Hopefully Dr. Grins will open up next month. Go to a comedy club and watch a show, and you will laugh more at that than any fucking movie that you've seen. I guarantee it. But let's go over the list, and I'm just going to tell you yay or nay, and maybe I haven't watched it. Uh, right off the bat, Eurovision Song Contest, the story of Fire Saga. That was a Will Ferrell one uh, with What's Her Nuts, Rachel McAdams. I watched maybe 10 minutes of it, and I said, this is shit. It was just... It was dumb. And Will Ferrell, he's very miss in my eyes. He has some funny movies, but he has some real shit bag movies. Uh, so on the whole, if you had to go yay or nay for Will, I'd go no. I'd want no part of Will Ferrell in his stupid fucking movies. Uh, I guess 44, Borat's subsequent movie film. I enjoyed that tremendously. I still have never seen the first one, but the second one that came out I thought was great. Sasha Baron Cohen is, is a very funny dude. The, the movie was, was great. The 40-year-old version. I have no fucking clue what that is. I'd never heard of it. Rada Blank won the directing award in the U.S. Dramatic section of Sundance 2020, and no wonder here was a comedy shot in black and white that expressed something vividly, vibrantly new. Blank stars as a version of herself who's a playwright but hasn't had one of her plays produced in a long time. I don't know. It doesn't sound good to me. I've never heard of it. Have you? 
is it streaming anywhere? It doesn't say in this list. I haven't seen it. Probably not going to. Uh, I care a lot. Jamie and I watch this, and I don't. This is not a comedy. Sorry, everybody. It is a, a drama, a little bit of action. There's maybe a little bit of humor, but fuck no, this is not a comedy. This list is shit already. If they're saying I care a lot is a comedy, it is on it is on one of the streaming sites. I think it's on Netflix. Both Jamie and I were getting mad watching it. Um, I mean, it's good. I liked it, but it's not a comedy, and it made me mad. Uh, on the Rocks, never heard of it, uh, but it's Sofia Coppola and uh, Bill Murray are in it. Rashida Jones, never heard of it. How did, how did I miss this movie with these big name people? Came out last year, never heard of it. Palm Springs, yes, fucking, here we go. This was a good movie. This one is on Hulu. Hulu! And that's uh, Andy Samberg is in it. And it's kind of, uh, I'm not going to call it a Groundhog Day ripoff, but it's very much these people keep reliving the same day and it's kind of how they react to it and respond to it. You know, while Bill Murray was alone in reliving days, uh, there are a couple people who relive the same day together. So it was great. I loved it. It was very funny. Go watch it. It's on Hulu. Tony Erdman came out in 2016. Never fucking heard of it. Uh, Tony Erdman first reveals himself as, as one of the great guffaw-inducing entrances of all time. Whatever. I, I'm not going to watch it. Fuck that shit. Uh, a Pigeon Sat on a Branch Reflecting on Existence came out in 2014. The name of the movie alone tells me I will never fucking watch it. A Pigeon Sat on a Branch Reflecting on Existence. What a dumb fucking name. Many of the young century's best comedies rely on dialogue to convey their laughs. There are not as many where the humor feels baked into the set design where the sight gags are more notable than the one-liners. Whatever. I'm never watching this fucking movie. Go fuck yourself with your pretentious fucking name. Greener Grass in 2019. Again, never heard of it. Where are these, Where are they finding these fucking movies? IFC Midnight snatched up greener grass out of sand, Sundance 2019. It's the definition of a midnight movie. Two housewives are best pals in a suburban neighborhood where everyone wears pastels and engages in vicious one-upmanship until one decides, according to what you'll find is a logic unique unto greener grass, to give her baby to the other as a gift. That sounds atrocious. Whoops, sorry everybody. Um... Uh, this is the end of 2013. I fucking hated that one too. It's a Seth Rogen movie. Uh, I hate Seth Rogen. It's the usual ca uh, cavalcade of the same people. Jonah Hill, Jay, what, how do you say his last name? Burchell, Danny McBride, Craig Robinson, Michael Sarah, Emma Watson, Mindy Kaling. It's the end of times and it's all these celebrities acting like fucking idiots. Um, I, didn't, I didn't care for it. I don't really like Seth Rogen, though. I don't like him. Uh, the Big Sick. Never seen it. Everybody loved it. Never saw it. Not going to watch it. Uh, Booksmart. Came out in 2019. I enjoyed that. That was two uh, girls, high school girls, who just fucking uh, were nerds the entire time of high school because they wanted to get into a good college, and then they realized that other people who kind of lived their lives also got into good colleges. So they tried to make up for it in one night. Um, it was good. I enjoyed it. I'm, I'm, it is streaming somewhere. I don't know why they don't fucking tell me where this is. Maybe it's on Hulu. I don't know. It was good. Crazy Rich Asians. I fucking hated that movie so goddamn much. It was fucking awful. Crazy Rich Asians. Ugh. I, when I was talking with Graham about it, and uh, I was trying to remember the name, and I think I said something like, Crazy Stupid Asians or something dumb. I couldn't remember the name of it. And that, and that was funnier than the actual movie. It, it's not good. It's very very much plays off stereotypes. It's just it's stupid. I didn't like it. Girls Trip? 
this movie has Tiffany Haddish in it, Queen Latifah, Jada Pinkett. Um, and I thought for sure that this movie would suck shit. And it shockingly made me laugh a bunch. So I don't know where you can stream Girls Trip, but uh, I enjoyed it. Not, I'm telling you the truth. Lady Bird 2017. I know this was fucking uh, the indie scene gem from Greta Gerwig. It was fine. It was fine. Neurotic high school student. Whatever. It was fine. Uh, this is weird too. Uh, I guess it belongs here, but I would not have called it this. Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok, you know, clearly it's a superhero movie. It's in the Marvel world, the Marvel universe. It was very funny in many scenes. I don't know if you necessarily need to be a fan of the genre, of the superhero genre, but I fucking I loved it. I pretty much love all Marvel movies, so I'm completely biased. Uh, the Death of Stalin, I enjoyed that too. I saw it in the movie theater. It was great. It's weird. Um, it, you know, St- Stalin was a fucking asshole. We all know that. And uh, it was very funny. The Death of Stalin has more in common with the Marx Brothers than anything about the period in which it's set. It's duck soup with dictators. And uh, yes, I, w- I would agree with that. I would give The Death of Stalin a watch. Knives Out. Again, I wouldn't consider Knives Out a comedy. It was a it was a mystery. It was a drama. It had funny scenes, but would I fucking classify it as a comedy? No, go fuck yourself. Knives Out was great though. It was one of those movies where you're like, oh fuck, they ten minutes in, the movie's over. They already told you what happened. And you're like, oh super weird turn. Didn't see that coming. It was great. Knives Out was fantastic. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. What the fuck is wrong with this list? Quentin Tarantino movie. I loved it. Brad Pitt. Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, strange fucking uh, backdrop against the Manson murders. It was great, but it wasn't a fucking comedy again. It had things in it that were funny, but fuck no, you, you're not going to call any Quentin Tarantino movie a fucking comedy. That's how shitty comedies are. If they're putting Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, they're classifying this as a comedy. The people who are actually trying to write comedies are doing a shitty fucking job. Eat dick. It's on Amazon. Parasite? God damn it, no! Parasite won an Oscar for best movie of the year. Korean movie? It was great, funny scenes, not a fucking comedy. Jesus Christ, get the fuck out of here. It's on Amazon. Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Okay, here we go. This is a comedy. It was written as a comedy. These two fucking stoner dudes have a weird fucking adventure. All they want to do because they're fucking baked is go to White Castle and eat hamburgers. And they keep running into things that prevent them from going to White Castle, from getting there. It was stupid. It was dumb. And I enjoyed it a lot. 2004, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Uh, Apparently it's on Amazon, where you can rent or buy. 2007, Juno. I remember I saw it. It's a fucking uh, Ellen Page, who is no longer Ellen Page. What is Ellen calling herself now? What is her... She's a dude now. Is it Ed? I think she kept the E. Edward? Edward Page? And Michael Sarah. I don't like Michael Sarah. He he's this like the same wimpy ass wussy dude in every movie. And it was it was cool in Arrested Development, because that's when you first met him and in this character that he only knows how to portray. But I don't really remember this fucking movie. I think I enjoyed it, but clearly it didn't stand out. Rent or buy on Amazon. Shaun of the Dead, here we go. This this is a comedy. It's a comedy zombie movie. You know, zombies, end of the world kind of thing. Simon Pegg and Nick Frost, they're super funny. They've done a bunch of movies together. Uh, it's great. You can watch it. You can rent or buy it on Amazon. Old school, see, here we go. This is a Will Ferrell movie that was fucking good. Guys, uh, 
going back to college, I don't even know if they necessarily go, they do go back to college. They got to take classes because they just want to start a fraternity house. They start a fraternity house and it was, it was fucking amazing. Will Farrell, uh, Luke Wilson, Vince Vaughn. That was one of fucking the great ones. Uh, train wreck 2015. No, the pass. Fucking Amy Schumer, Judd Apatow. I don't like Judd Apatow. I generally don't like his movies. Um, the only thing I liked about Amy Schumer in this movie was that she used a lot of stand up comedians in it. Amy's been great to her friends, she's been great to stand ups. But uh, no, that movie sucked dick. I didn't care for it at all. Oh, brother, where art thou? Phenomenal fucking movie. I loved it. The soundtrack was great. George Clooney. Uh, they did sing, the singing, the uh, Wet Bottom Boys. The Soggy Bottom Boys, I mean. It's a remake of Homer's The Odyssey. I don't know if you've ever seen it or not. Uh, definitely go watch it. It's You can rent or buy it on Amazon. Um, I actually own, I own the soundtrack. And I know another episode podcast, they talked about it as well, too. One of their podcasts. So go listen to that. And then go watch it. It was, it was fuck. That was fucking great. Uh, Best in Show. I never watched it. Um, I, I just didn't care. Uh, pass. Uh, About a boy. Hugh Grant. Never saw it. Tony Collette. Rachel Wise. I never saw it. It, it didn't look fun to me. It looked. The once ubiquitous rom-com star Hugh Grant has grown choosier in recent years, appearing on screen lists often, so that he might command more attention when he does. His smug charm has rarely been but to better has rarely been but to better use than it was in About a Boy. That fucking sentence is wrong. And I'm not going to continue reading it because it's dumb. I didn't see it and I'm not gonna see it. Uh, Borat, the first one, didn't see it. I'm assuming it's great, though. I know everybody fucking loved it. How much? That's nice. High five. Those are all things said from the fucking movie that that I've never seen and yet I am aware of. You can rent or buy it on Amazon. I suppose I should fucking go watch it. Uh, the Heat. Uh, Melissa McCarthy movie? Fuck, no. Um, Sandra Bullock? No. Mismatch Cops? No. I didn't care for it. Not good. Not good. Made a lot of money. Not fucking good. And, uh, that's it. That was a shit list. Was there anything in there that made you really go, fuck yeah? Or anyone in there that made you go, oh my god, I forgot all about that movie. Old School, Shaun of the Dead, Harold and Kumar. Some some of these movies just didn't fucking belong on the list. They're not fucking comedies. They're dramas. Sick, sick dramas. All right, everybody, that's it. That, we're, I'm done. It's over, baby. Thank you guys for listening. I'm going to tell you guys, consider subscribing to the Patreon. Why? It's just more of this shit. So if you like this shit, you will like the Patreon. It's just the same but more, more often. And I give Patreon subscribers uh, some gifts now and then. Like, uh, Patreon subscribers are getting the Bring Back Jart shirt that I ordered. So they, they get it they get it for free. Why? Because they subscribe to the Patreon. And I like to reward Patreon subscribers because I am not making a ton of money off of it. It's just not happening. However, I will tell you, I am now at the most subscribers to the Patreon of all time i am very pleased with myself six we have six listeners of the patreon hence the six member mafia i am wearing my six member mafia shirt right now uh, sometimes i feel a little weird walking my dogs in the neighborhood with my six member mafia shirt on because i'm fearful that someone will look at the shirt and go is this guy a part of a new gang that's fucking coming into our territory no asshole i just do a dumb podcast where i swear and say dumb shit so please go consider subscribing to the Patreon. Just five bucks a month. That's it. I got over 300 uh, Patreon podcasts that, you, that if you join, you can go back and listen to all that horseshit. I talk a lot of shit about a lot of things. So uh, consider it. Or don't. Whatever. I don't blame you. I'm still very puzzled and perplexed as to how I've managed to con 
six people into giving me five bucks a month. But if you can do a couple things for me, I already mentioned another episode podcast that's with Matt Harper and uh, Mandy Elaine. They uh, talk about movies that shape their childhood. Every Wednesday, they drop new episodes. This past Wednesday was the movie Speed with Keanu Reeves. I loved that fucking movie. It was great. And next week, uh, another classic, which I, well, I guess it didn't come out in 2000. I think it came out in 1999. Uh, American Pie. I'm almost kind of surprised that none of the sequels made it then on this stupid comedy list. But they got to put fucking Parasite in it. Fucking idiots. But go give them a listen on your favorite podcast platform. And uh, follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. My buddy John Midgley is a magician. He's also a social worker, a beekeeper, a butter churner. And uh, I don't know if you guys know this or not. This is a very specific thing. He makes the cream, the custard that they put in donuts. He doesn't make the donuts. He makes the custard. That's pretty fucking specific. But John has a page on Facebook. It's Magic JBM. It shows you all the magic stuff that he's doing, the art that he's drawing. Uh, he's a very talented human being. Go like his page on Facebook if you could. Magic JBM. Then Sunday Slaw. That's Adam House and Stephanie Booms. They talk about coleslaw. They eat coleslaw. They Facebook Live themselves eating the coleslaw. And they give you the yay or the nay. They're starting to have guests on. That's exciting. I was a guest last Saturday. How about that? So go give their page on Facebook a like and follow along. Tell them where they can get some good slaw. They live in the Detroit area. They'll, they will travel. Then uh, the whole thing, Donut Shop in Forty, Texas. They are a donut shop, a gourmet donut shop. My buddy Mark is part-time, not part-time, part-owner of it. And uh, he sends me Snapchats of the donuts. He mailed me some donuts. Apparently, he mailed, he messaged me today. They have like barbecue donuts or something. Only in fucking Texas could you get a barbecue donut. That's crazy. But go like their page if you could. Uh, the whole thing that's whole with an H thing, Donut Shop in Forney, Texas. You'll see it. Hit the like button. And if you ever go to Dallas, go down there and um, see what they got. Get yourself a good donut. And then last but not least, Blissful Cravings, Crafts, and Gifts. Go, uh, go check out her page, hit the like button, message her, see what she's got for sale, and then buy something from her, right? Buy something from her. It can be a baked good, it can be some crafts, it can be whatever. And you can ask her if she can make some shit. She's made me a coffee mug, some coasters, she made Jamie some uh, Rona masks. So go do that. Go like her page and then buy something from her. Help her out. Help out all those people, all those pages I suggested if you could. That's it, everybody. Have a good Thursday. I will see you tomorrow for the Patreon, or I'll see you on Monday for the next freebie. You guys were great. I love you all. We'll see you later. Okay, bye.